0: Welcome to story arc. This is a podcast where I develop story arcs with the help of guests and you, the audience, in the Fey Realms universe. I'm Trevor Sutton. Let's create! that's what i start off with <laughs> last time on story arcs it was our final season or our final episode of the season it was uh, episode 10 where we discussed uh, our new season here season 2 the raven queen and uh, what we're beginning there with uh, tatiana i am all over the board here with this explanation jesus i took <laughs> way too long of a break here uh, we'll be discussing uh, Tatiana's you're doing, fight. You're doing a
1: great job.
0: <laughs> Tatiana's fight to get back to the Fey Realms and reclaim her throne. With me today, we have the Phantom Zone. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. That's
2: awesome.
0: So it's now ten years later. Tatiana's sitting on a branch through the seasons, looking through the window at a happy family, going, oh, God, this is boring. Oh. Um, <laughs> One night, this uh, evil little troll dude slides open the window, sneaks in, and starts stealing the breath of her favorite child. She freaks out, runs in there, and stabs the thing through the chest, killing the troll. He dies, and the last second she realizes it's her brother Malachi. No! The curse is lifted. She's now a queen, but she's holding her dead brother. So that sucks. Mm. <laughs> and she pulls from <laughs> him a an artifact of basically he kept something, either a wristband or a necklace or... A, a nose ring, whatever it is, <laughs> an identifying marker that he was in the Royal Guard of the Fey, and that this is this is Malachi and she instantly recognizes him. So she, she pulls it back. She goes, oh, that sucks. And uh, But she realizes now she's she's back in her form. She's got her full power back, but she is stuck in the human realm. So there's a couple things she's got to do. She's got to displace Oberon. He's got the whole of the Fey kingdom behind him at this point. And they've been under him for quite a long time. She's got to find a way to get through the portal to Oberon, which the only one she knows existing right now is the one in Ireland or Scott. It's a peat bug in Ireland. We'll call it that for right now. <laughs> <laughs> and she needs a way to combat him. And also she does have a uh, large group of, of her followers that were ravens. They're probably now humans because the curse has been lifted. Or not humans, but fairies. And they're back over there, so she's gonna have to get to them somehow and muster up an army, mm-hmm. lay siege to the Fey uh, to the Fey to the Fey city, Fey Fey country, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fey kingdom. <laughs> kingdom. Oh, hey that And then hey, uh, and, <laughs> and, and reclaim her throne. So. And that's and that's where we're at. So she's she's standing over a dead brother, and now um, we've we've got to get her back and and out of out of this situation. So the issue is is how do we get her in fighting order back to her realm and fighting the king?
1: Hmm.
3: Excellent. So right now she's in America, correct? Yes. Okay.
0: I'm thinking Texas somewhere. It's kind of where I'm based, anyways. <laughs>
3: it's a long here. way from Ireland. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, the, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of Irish that actually settled well, just in the U S. in the southern parts in the southern states. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I yeah. so, a lot of German, Germans. Germans. A lot did. of yeah. Scottish too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Too many, as far as. I So I just – before we get into like sort of moving the plot along, I'm curious because I don't know her character that well. How is she – does she need to mourn uh for is she more excited to be back uh in you know fairy form and having powers than she is worried or or you know that deeper that dead? Exactly like I think that's a, a bunch of emotions mixing around Yeah <laughs>
0: Oh oh yeah I mean that's that's an excellent question the uh, effect but the other thing we got to keep in mind here is the fae are not human their ideals of what death is and how death is 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 completely different from how we view it they get recycled back in and they know that this happens they're not it's not an unknown to them yeah. Um, so their religion's stapled. You know what I mean? They're like they they understand you know the inner workings of what happens when they die. But but you're right because Malachi had his wings ripped from him, um, because he was twisted into a troll. He's not able to be recycled back into the Great Mother or you know. So yeah, I mean this is a new thing. She is completely torn up about that.
3: And did she? She didn't know that he was there, correct? No. Because I mean, she, yeah, she wouldn't have killed him. She obviously.
0: <laughs> so during the War of the Wings, uh, she and Malachi fought. Because he was the royal guard, had his memory wiped, and didn't know anything about this. They all fought, and she got wounded, uh, headed to Earth. He got wounded, kind of got corrupted a little bit, and uh, knew something was wrong, kind of fought Oberon. And Oberon took him and his followers, tried to overthrow him. Uh, stripped them of their wings, of their magic, of their ability to interact with the the Great Mother, and then sent them through the same portal she went through to to Ireland. And so they've been, okay. they've both been in there. They just unaware, you know, they went through at different times, They're unaware of each other. And we've got to, In fact, we're doing another graphic novel. We're doing a mini series called The Fable of Malachi, which kind of goes over all that. And it's mm-hmm. a, it's a seven part uh, uh, miniseries podcast with a. I've I've done a huge uh, seven uh, seven part sonnet, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a like a propaganda put out by, uh, by Oberon <laughs> to kind of no, make everybody feel me like... Me too! Yeah, sonic
2: propaganda!
0: <laughs> this is what happens when you go against me type of deal. <laughs> oh
2: no! Yeah.
0: <laughs> but um, so, so yeah, she had no idea he was there or what had happened to him because there needs to be a time where she kind of comes to realization comes comes to grips with what's happening and what she needs to do and maybe she wanders around for a while kind of getting grips on because she's been a raven for a couple hundred years Mm -hmm. i would think
3: too since she killed killed him in the room of the child i mean the child would is the child awake i mean i would think that the child would be woken up so it's kind of like she might have to leave quickly
0: at this point she's she's been released from the whole curse thing so she could probably take malachi's body with her
2: Mm-hmm. and have
0: her and be able to mourn in privacy. And yeah, I'd like to I'd like to separate from Addison and her child cuz later on after uh, all this is through and she's reclaimed her throne, she she wants to repay the kindness shown to that family or that that family shown to her. So she she goes and and uh nicely uh takes the daughter to teach her how to use the magic and, and become, you know, kind of mm-hmm. take her under her wing. In essence, she kidnaps a girl and doesn't tell the family, though. So.
2: Oh, my <laughs> gosh.
0: <laughs> so that's, that's another story that's going to happen after this. But. Just like a fairy. <laughs> yeah, that turd.
2: <laughs> so is there no way to restore um because they became fingernail trolls is there no way to restore them to becoming fairies again
0: no that that's been uh, ripped from them so basically they're okay but the issue is is the reason why they're fingernail trolls is because they basically come up and they'll take belly button linen out of the kids or use their their nails mm-hmm. and, and do minor things because they're they're innocent and for whatever reason it gives them some small ability or some small uh, storage of this ability to c- to control the magic so they can do little things like turn into mice or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they're trying Perfect to amass more to get back. They, their whole intent is to get back, but they've been here for so long and just been kind of under crappy situations, been twisted. So. Mm-hmm.
3: They might be set in their ways a little too much.
0: Exactly. Malachi uh, had done it for so long that he was kind of tired of all this, and he was kind of looking for a greater source. He found out through Frank, through, through sources, Frank kind of manipulated the scene because he wants Tatiana to go back, and he knew about the curse. So Frank kind of manipulates Malachi to go after this girl. And oh no! Him. Yeah, and 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 knowing that Tatiana's watching her the whole time, and will go in and kill this guy, and then she'll go back, and basically, like I said, his whole point is to restore balance to the Fey, and that's to get uh, Tatiana back at any cost. He doesn't, mm. you know, he doesn't really care too much about humans. You know, he may have some affinity for them because he's been around them for so long, but you know, they're still not like they're not. People. They're
1: not super important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, so he wants to restore balance to the Fey, but when Tatiana goes back isn't she going to kill everybody <laughs> Now again
0: the fae are a different type of people their whole purpose is to take their race and and go and do what they do they don't want they don't want to upset their upset their balance they don't want to do that so they most of the time the people will go along oh okay we're heading along this direction you know as long as we're still recycling and doing what we're doing I you know everything's okay it's kosher the the issue is is who's leading it so when she gets back, if she gets back into control and kind of makes them aware of what's going on, then everything will go back to normal or whatever it is over there. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is they think right now – you know, like I said, Oberon's put out propaganda. Oberon's put out all this stuff, made them think that things are what they are
2: when they're mm-hmm. not. Okay. Well, so she has – she needs to get back, recruit, and then overthrow him, but yeah. she has no reason to think that – Any of her followers or potential people that she could use against the fight against Oberon would still be here on Earth, right? Like her number one priority right now would be to get back and then start recruiting. So we
0: created – so far we have the the fake kingdom, which thank you very much. I didn't even have to look for (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, We came up with the, uh, the still seas. Which is a giant sapphire desert, so it's crushed mm-hmm. sapphire. So and it's all windy and nasty. And and they they basically when uh, the ravens live across this thing in another area over there, and that's where all whatever's left after the after they had invaded the first time and trying to retake the faking fake kingdom, they're over there. Whatever's left, whatever survived from that war.
3: So they kind of they kind of escaped there, ran away, or got banished there. Exactly. Okay.
0: And also, I mean, which which you bring up a good point. She doesn't even know if any of them even survived.
2: So, yeah, so. I think it'd be so interesting if like she after she goes back and she starts recruiting, she realizes she doesn't have enough people, and then she might have to use like I don't know mm. some of the unbound that she thinks yeah. aren't beneath her or something That's like true. that. Because well, the whole point is maintaining the balance. Exactly. And I think it'd be interesting if, in order to maintain like the greater balance, she's risking upsetting it by bringing in. Like unbound or you know.
0: Well, and in fact you bring up a really good point there.
2: She may understand that.
0: She's she's fairly intelligent. I mean, way intelligent. She probably understands that. She she knew she was in a war, she got wounded, she saw what was going on. She probably knows that. And in fact, in that intern before she gets back to Fay Realm, maybe she does that anyways. Maybe she she tries to amass a small army mm-hmm. of unbound to bring back with her to use as weapons.
2: Mm-hmm
3: because at this point, does she know that her followers were banished where they are, or does she think they might have all been wiped out?
0: I think she's got a best-case, worst-case scenario. Okay. She knows that maybe some of them survived, and they went back to where they were living as ravens. Mm. But as far as how many survived, she probably doesn't know. And they're fae they're now, so they're going to be they're going to be a lot more powerful than they were as ravens they they have mm-hmm. access again to the to the magic so they're going to she, she'll be able to put together at least a, a force and maybe they can use something to surprise and maybe put together an assault force and mm-hmm. a, a small army to say, look over here, look over here, and then have an assault force come into the side and, and do
1: something mm-hmm. like that. What are the numbers like? Like how many Fae are we, uh, are we talking about Like, j- just generally? Like if she's raising like some sort of, I don't know, army or attack force, I mean, are we talking about thousands? Are we talking about 50? Like where? what's our number situation like?
0: It's a planet. It's a population. Uh, they've been breeding. As far as the, uh, the Fae over here are concerned, there's probably – as far as her followers concerned, I I wouldn't know. But most of the fae over here are population in the fae Kingdom, it's it's regular populace. Okay. When the uh, the warrior caste, okay, it's, everybody's cast into their jobs and stuff. The the warrior caste is is gonna be. I mean, it's gonna be large, but it's not gonna be. It's not all of the fairies.
2: Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So yeah, she's probably gonna have to do something sneaky. I mean, that's.
3: Uh, I wonder. Uh, I I wonder if since she's been gone for so long that when some of her followers get turned back into Faye, that they'd be happy with her? Like, I don't know. Like...
2: Oh. Well, I think they they can't all react the same, you know? Yeah, that's well, what I'm saying. I don't know yeah. how much individuality matters if, mm-hmm. if they're all like compelled to restore the balance so they understand that Tatiana, like they understand her importance mm-hmm. but I think it'd be interesting if they reacted in different ways upon seeing her
3: yeah or they were kind of upset that they got turned into ravens and banished where they were like I, I, I thought it would be interesting Yeah,
0: and then she left right in the middle of battle I mean maybe someone <laughs> didn't even yeah. see that she was <laughs> yes.
3: wounded and you know yeah. they so. thought she might have just left and like <laughs> what? what? Hey, we're doing this for
1: you
2: <laughs> it's what <like>, the <laughs>
1: Wait, so, so she, so they've all turned back into Fae, but they're in the Fae Kingdom, correct? No,
0: they're across the Still Seas. They're still in their banished area. They're still, you know, they're going to be known as those wanted criminals. Mm -hmm. Oberon's going to know that the curse is broken. He's, you know, he's got his ties to it. He can sense that stuff. So I don't know if he's even going to be prepared for it. We'll know as we get closer to that.
1: But they know that too. Like they know he knows, (laughs) and. Uh, so and they also know that she, uh, they they're going to assume that she's back to normal too, right?
0: Yes. Well, if, so, she,
1: if she's even alive,
0: they don't know yeah. where she Yeah.
1: So wouldn't they sort of be split in anticipating her return and like I don't know maybe there's some disagreement there, but but certainly like I don't know mobilizing in case she returns.
0: Mm. Yeah, there could be a certain faction, um, and maybe it's like it's a it's a world the size of earth over there it's the same it's the same thing so in the lands they are maybe they're separated uh so that maybe some of them have gone on to become merchants or or mercenaries or whatever, or maybe there's a small encampment or group. And and this could all be possible at the same time too. You know, there's a there's a small division of people that have the hopefuls that have set up camp and are waiting for her return. There's people who've given up and decide just to go on about their lives and do whatever they can to deal with whatever they have left.
3: I was going I think it's interesting that she's not gonna know what she's gonna be walking into. Yeah. Like if she's still gonna have faithful followers or if she's gonna have to re inspire them. Like
0: <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting as far as storyline and driven story. As far as death is concerned, when they die, they go they instantly particulate and then get recycled back in. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty sure they'd know if she was dead just because she'd be up in there. But then uh, again, you know, yeah. I don't know as far as their sensory how how far it goes if they know when somebody's died or not. But nobody would know and have you know seen her die.
1: And they don't know her situation, right? So she could be imprisoned or you know. She may not know who she is. I mean, just from their perspective, they wouldn't have a sense outside of she's not dead, like wow. whether she was coming or not.
0: Yeah. Well. Okay. So she, she's on another planet. So as far as contact and, and them sensing her, all of a sudden she's gone. Mm. You know, they have no they have no idea. And, and this sense maybe they they'll do like prophecies of the second coming or
2: something. <laughs> I know that you, you had mentioned in episode 10 that Tatiana has kind of the sensing power where she, because she's queen, I think. She was able to kind of sense the presence of other Fae. So after she was done mourning Malachi's death, because he was there in the same place that she was, would she want to use those, that sense to see if any of the other people were banished and maybe hopefully not as corrupted as him and his followers were?
0: Um, I think that because they've had their connection shut off, she's not going to be able to sense them like that. Oh, okay. They'll kind of muddle back in, and I think that would be – as far as our storyline is concerned, I think that would be too easy. In fact, we, we kind of discussed that like, oh, I have a whole population of fairies over here. I'm just going to go right. – you know what I mean? I want I, There needs to be a roundabout, um, mm-hmm. and and to that point, I think your idea of actually gathering some weapons before she goes is actually a good idea. So maybe she travels the world to find mm-hmm unbound suit her cause because they do have differing strengths and i'd like to also for you guys to think about it like this the fae are like fish they breathe they live in water they know what water is and they've always been in water okay and they have this particular idea of what that water is humans live on land you know they can go in the water but they can't really you know they can't manipulate it like a fish can they can't sense and, and they're just not attuned to what water is but they have found other uses for water such as using it for to make electricity to steam things okay it's a, a completely different way a different perspective of understanding what that water is and and in that sense it can be more powerful than what the fae is
3: mm-hmm. okay
0: so she can find unbound that are actually Way more powerful than the face she's going up against. In uh, one case, uh, we have a guy in the assault force when uh, Addison is assaulting Oberon with with Marshall. We have a – I have a guy roughly deemed the jammer. (laughs) The jammer. (laughs) And basically he creates a sphere where he actually changes the frequency at which you contact the great mother on. The fairies didn't know anything about this, you know. They didn't. They didn't think about. Oh. Well, oh. What Wi-Fi channel do we go to? And and that's why I'm using <laughs> a computer as an analogy. Like all of a sudden they've lost all sense in this bubble. I'm like, oh, uh, 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 you know, all of a sudden you can't see or hear. That sense mm-hmm. is completely gone to them, and that ability to even contact. They might be able to, you know, slowly understand. But in that instance, it'd be a very large surprise. So, anyways, this jammer character kind of sidestep that whole. They're dangerous because of the their magic ability. So. Mm-hmm. In that sense, uh, you know, she needs to go through and maybe find some unbound that are that are capable of assaulting with
3: her.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I think that's a really neat idea because, yeah, she doesn't know what she's walking into. The people on, you know, that planet don't know where she is. Mm-hmm. So you have these two kind of groups regrouping (laughs) to build an army to take down Oberon. Yeah. It's kind of interesting.
0: And and we can do a whole thing where she's traveling to, uh, you know, she goes to different countries, different places, gathers up different people and then maybe Mm -hmm. when she gets back to the Fae realm, she brings a select group with her and then Mm -hmm. she goes to, to her area where they were banished in and tries to gather up her people and maybe there's some her generals or whatever that are not part of the group. They're like, you know, I'm out of here. I'm going to be a mercenary or I'm going to be a merchant or a bartender or whatever. Okay. <laughs> bartender. <laughs> and she's got to go and recruit them. So she shows up and, you know, like, hey, what's up? <laughs> you know, like, you guys you guys want to get back in on this or
1: do you just want to hang out at the bar?
3: I think it's interesting, too. So if she when she does go back with the select group of the unbound, some of her faith or followers might not agree with that.
2: Like that? Yeah, yeah. might not.
3: She did bring those with her.
2: Well, she'd, she'd like, have pets. to play the middle, right? I don't yeah. think in front of them they're gonna be like, "Oh no, but these are my disposable weapons <laughs> that I can throw." <laughs> at. You guys are my real army. Like she can't exactly say that in front of the Unbound. She just recruited a to go true. with her. Or, <laughs> they're
0: they're a different. They're a different race. They've developed a different language too. The Sidhe, the, the 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 fair people, and they they actually speak a different language. So they could actually speak. Faye and they wouldn't know oh they talk, okay yeah, they could
3: talk crap about
0: them, yeah. in front of them
2: she just does it both ways <laughs>
0: or you know do the do yeah. the magical texting thing hey guys uh they don't know we can do this so uh you know better dogs and stuff that's great
1: okay so i I'll, i'm just so she's got to get to the portal in, in ireland we said that's the idea eventually she, mm-hmm. yes okay so i'm curious and she's going to recruit a bunch of unbound. I think that's where the direction we're headed. Is there so, yeah. are there any obstacles from doing that? Like, does Oberon have any forces or loyalists that are in, like, on the Earth or anything like that?
0: You know, I would think I would think he would, because he knows she's not dead. She, he's got to know that. He's got to understand that, and uh, and to prepare for her. Uh, possibility of coming back but it's also a couple hundred years later so he might be a little more lax on it mm-hmm. but still have at least some kind of you know can set up with a string to, to kind of give him warning as to what's going on so
3: what? do you think he would know where the portal is so the the toenail trolls know do they know where it is because it would be interesting because if there's only one portal to get back I would think Oberon would have some type of century.
2: If he knew that it was there, there is probably
0: either a village or city sprung up. Because again, he came back; they they all came here around the 1800s, and then migrated with with the Irish or Scottish. I don't. I'm I'm still (laughs) I'm still I'm still kind of confused as to where Gaelic came from. Yeah, maybe the
1: Scotch Irish at this point. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Layers.
2: They're layered. It's alternate universe where (laughs) the. Scott exists. <laughs> Scott-ish. It's right in the middle.
0: But uh, but yeah, there's probably a town or something. And just like Frank's there, and again, they can manipulate reality. So they, they can appear as human and set up shop and do something. So in that sense, I think that's an excellent idea. This portal or where this portal can be opened at probably has a city or town sprung up around it in, in the few hundred years that it's been around. Tatiana and her whatever small group of people.
2: The (laughs) X-Force. Yeah, the (laughs) X-Force.
0: They're probably going to have some. They understand that this is going to happen, and she wants to make sure that she can get through this
1: first. I I got kind of an idea here. I think creating a certain amount of tension, it would be cool if, however long this takes, she builds this massive force of Unbound, and we, the reader, we think, and and she thinks that she has more than enough to tip the scales uh, to sort of win once she goes through the portal. Yeah, but but Oberon's forces have set some sort of ambush. So by the time that they get to the portal, there is it. a is a massive battle. We don't expect like as the reader, her forces have been decimated by the time they get to the other side.
3: Oh, so so we so thought. Then you only well, have a few unbound. That yeah, her most powerful. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly, and maybe, like, it, it starts to clear a, a way for some character development with those characters. You know what I mean? So mm. at first, she sort of had this, like...
2: It's like a faceless crowd, but yes. like a massive <gasps> follower. Yeah. Oh, man. And we can pull
0: a George R. R. Martin, too. And by that, <laughs> I mean we can have a few characters in there unbound that we really like yeah. or that seem really powerful and just get slaughtered <laughs> in that in, in that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It'll be... It'll be fantastic, yeah, because the whole idea is that, like, oh, this is Samantha. She has the power to make dreams daggers and kill everybody. Totally <laughs> my – and she's very funny and witty and she's, like, Deadpool. Yeah. Get people but, just in love with her. Yeah, <laughs> but her head just straight up explodes. Like, no. like they're not hard. expecting it. Like, no, it would, and it would be great if she was the first one to get killed in the ambush. <laughs> And we can do better than Samantha, but I just think that's <laughs> it.
3: you know I love Game of Thrones, but those are the aspects I don't like. <laughs> I, <ran into> <laughs> I, th-
1: I, I think it, I think it really works. Well, I do take it as an idea. But
3: whatever. I, so as we were talking about this, I thought it would be I guess interesting or something to think about. Oberon would know about the Unbound. I mean, would he not try to get some of those for himself as well? I,
1: I well, that's what I was implying that like his he would have Unbound forces at the gate, oh, so like not, at the not portal. Fey. Yeah, or well, maybe some of both, or or something like that.
2: Well, if Unbound haven't been recruited in the past, maybe like maybe Tatiana's setting precedent, and Ooh, like he'd never thought no, of true. that it because made humans made are thought. again, they're some of them can be fond of humans that they're so far beneath them that there I don't you know. know maybe okay. a character like overall. it just didn't
0: occur to them to recruit a human. Yeah, you exactly. can do one thing; I can do all of it.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so maybe what Tatiana is doing is like setting precedent for.
3: That yeah. Makes- And much more impactful too.
1: And I'm not saying this to be disrespectful or anything, but I think it's sort of like how there's a view of disability where we think, oh, these people can't, you know, they they can't walk or they can't, you know, or something like that. And so her insight is to recognize that they, you know, have application and are already going to be underestimated. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes.
3: Recruits a bunch of them because they are disposable mm-hmm. at some you know at some point. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, that
0: very well could be too. Also, maybe because she's been around them for so long, she's understood that the earlier analogy with the fish I told you about, she's understood that they can be more powerful in
3: ways that are unexpected. You know, it's like a weird respectful thing. Like, I don't like you, but I respect you. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you know, I wouldn't care for a pack of wolves if I was in the forest by myself, but I think the babies are cute. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's and that's kind of the mentality that she's kinda that she's kinda got. She knows they're dangerous. She knows mm-hmm. that the their potentiality is higher. But she loves her fluffy babies and she wants to <laughs> pet them.
2: <ball. laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah, it's twisted it's it, it's <laughs> i kind of like the idea as a reader that tatiana is not like a good person or Faye, you know mm-hmm. and that like the whole point is to restore balance but then as the reader going like is that right is that the right thing to do this lady doesn't seem i don't know if i want her back in charge it gets it gets even worse it gets even worse
0: because <laughs> In the end, her and Oberon kind of have some quid pro quo, some
2: quips like "Oh, da 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 da," and fall in love again.
0: <laughs> no, they weren't in love in the first place. Oh, okay, um,
2: just married. <laughs> well,
0: no, okay. So she has to take a king when she becomes queen. When her parents die, she has mm-hmm. she's forced to take a king, and in order and and to do that, she she announces the great hunt. So, what happens is, is as if if a female is the uh, is the queen, then any male in in that fake kingdom can throw their hat in the ring and they'll show up on the morning of the hunt. The rest mm-hmm. of the fake kingdom will show up there too, but the those those men that are throwing their hat in will show up, and uh, she has a boyfriend who's who's part of the royal guard, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm going to root for you because you know I, I really like this dude mm-hmm. and uh, so the morning of the hunt shows up, and everybody's throwing their hats in and they're standing up. And uh, Oberon, the, just a childhood friend, you know, like dude number two over here, not even thinking of him in you know, a friend zone, goes, I'm going to throw him my hat. She's like, what the f-?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: So the great hunt happens like this. She'll do whatever ritual she does. And in this instance, I think she puts a uh, animal skull on her head. And all of a sudden, she transforms into the huntsman. And all of the populace, all the people turn into these nightmare creatures. And basically, Whoa. the last man alive becomes king.
3: What? <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> that is cool. <laughs> That's so sad. It's horrifying.
0: <laughs> it's a wee... Oh man, some of some of the uh, some of the details and the the drawings that have come out of this, the concept art for this. I, I mean, she's drawn up some. Pa- uh, my my sister's drawn up some panels for it. It looks amazing. She's like, let the hunt, and she's like, bringing this. Uh, this uh deer skull down on her head begin and it's <laughs> okay, it looks sick i'm so excited so
3: that is awesome
2: that's so sad but, so she but that's just the reason she doesn't. yeah
3: just chancing being last <laughs>
0: well see that's the part so there's going to be some drama in there too he's basically either going to trip him up as they're the last two he's going to trip up her boyfriend and she's going to end up killing him because they're not they're not in their sane mind they're they're just there to kill anything first so she's gonna she's gonna either she's either gonna kill her, the man she wants to win. She's the only one. The huntsman's the only one is that's gonna be kind of remember everything. Everybody else mm-hmm. is just gonna go in this euphoric. Oh, this feels great, you know, an <laughs> acid trip, and think <laughs> it's awesome, you know. But they'll end up covered in blood and nastiness. Um, but she will remember everything, but still won't have any control over it. So what I think what's gonna happen is uh, basically it's gonna come down to uh, her uh, side guy. And uh, Oberon. And Oberon's Mm going to trip him up at the end and cause her to kill him.
2: I don't like this. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: It's good. But it sets it up as to why she doesn't like Oberon and scorns Mm -hmm. him. And he goes, well, fine. If you're not going to be my queen, you know, be a rye. And then, (laughs) and his best friend, Malachi, you know, obviously, is not too happy with him either, and he's in the royal Garden doing his own thing. So he goes, "Fine, I'm gonna erase your memory, and you're gonna be my buddy, anyways." You know, he's trying <laughs> to force this. His there's a whole bunch of other backstory with as to why he became king too, as far as some inner politics with fairies and assassins guilds that aren't known about, and there's some other inner politics that I've got to work out. But but right. yes, that's that's the whole reason why she's even in this predicament because she scorned him because you know he wasn't even supposed to be there.
2: So do they realize? Or does she realize that she loves him after a big battle, or is it gonna be like this build up? And it's like, no, we're not fighting. We love each other. JK. We're <laughs> gonna
0: do. I'm. I'm thinking about doing like a uh, The Princess's Bride, where they're sitting there back and forth fighting, you know, and and holding each other as equals, Oberon and her, and slowly they come to the realization that hey, you know what, we're pretty good together, you know, regardless of all this other crap.
3: Yeah, because she, yeah, she is not super good, so I mean, it would make yeah. sense that she's kind of like, hey, we actually could mess some stuff up together, or at least like we're better together than we are fighting. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and in the end, they do have the Fae's best interest hearts, and that's the whole right. point of this whole thing, is to is to keep the Fae going in the direction that they believe is right. And, and just because they diverse on how their day-to-day should be, he wants to party, she wants to pet human and kidnap human children, you know, it doesn't mean that they can't get together and love each other. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I kind yeah. of like that realization, too, coming Coming forth in like a battle standstill because it's all about the balance. So when they realize that they're equally matched, it's like, yeah. oh, ta-da! Yeah, that's <laughs> true.
1: I got to tell you though, I feel really bad for the humans in this scenario because it's we're oh, describing be a out the
0: pasture.
2: They'll be stuck yeah,
1: we're out just we're describing a scene that's something like Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> and do you know how weird it would be at, if the end of that movie just Hitler and FDR got together <laughs> and were in love?
0: <laughs> you're like, well, what the
1: hell is this about?
3: But that, but that's the ultimate
0: bromance. Good... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
3: But that, that's a good point because it's so unexpected. Yeah. You don't usually see that because you have these two people that you're like, I don't want to really root for them. But then seeing them kind of come to a realization. Yeah, like, well,
2: yeah, from page one, it's going to be like Tatiana's going to overthrow this evil dude. And then you're like, well, she's not great. Oh, well, that's not. Oh, they're in love now? <laughs> and...
3: What? <laughs> that's great. Exactly. Like
0: and, and, and you have to keep in mind these are not humans. Their values are not human values. What they want in life and how they view life is not humans. And what I like to keep everything in mind, especially as we're creating this, is that everybody is the hero of their own story. Nobody's out there trying to be a bad guy. Okay, yeah. Oberon's not trying to be a bad guy, neither is Tatiana. She just has certain viewpoints that this is where I am and this is what I believe is right.
1: Kind of like Greek mythology where the gods are sort of like powerful and capricious and competitive and they don't really care about, you know, if humans kind of get cursed or their lives ruined along the way or something like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly, exactly. And a lot of uh, a lot of mythology in this universe in the Fae Realms universe is going to come from the Fae interacting, the angels and demons interacting with humans and again they can do just about anything with reality so acting as Norse gods i mean easily could could come into it anything can be twisted and 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 manipulated in that direction
3: that
1: that's interesting that's a really cool point it is it is really cool i'm curious okay if you have two basically something like reality manipulators much less an army of them yeah how do they how do they fight like how do they exert their will against one another if they basically just create wishes you know what I mean? Yes. How does that – how how do you visually see this manifesting?
0: Well, you got to understand too. It, it, it At some point, it's just going to come down to a power of wills. It's not going mean, to – if you both have nuclear weapons, you're not going to both use nuclear weapons. There's not going to be anything mm-hmm. left. So yeah. there's going to be an etiquette to battle. They're fairies. They've been around for a long time. They understand what their own strength is, so they're not going to use giant explosions to destroy their city. They're also – at some point, probably countering each other, and you you may or may not be able to see certain counters or do whatever. Okay. Sure. And again, th- that's why some of these the unbound may be a complete uh, sideswipe. They don't they don't understand what's coming because they've been interacting within this etiquette, and when the in the inside this this sphere of oh this is how things are, you know these humans are completely outside the box. The and jammer right. again. The jammer would mm-hmm. be a completely debilitating. Um, but as far as uh, what you're saying, you know, you have two wishmakers. It's going to come down to a battle of wills and etiquette and who's willing to to, to do what. And they'll, they'll be able to counter certain things too. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's not like, oh, I'm going to do, you know, this, but, you know, she can fizzle out certain things. It'll come down to swordplay at that point. Yeah, I
3: mean, they're, they're pretty familiar with each other's tricks, so I'm sure that she'd be able to see through some of them or, you know, kind of know well, what's happening. Well, the
2: point is the standstill. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah, cause, and, and that, that center point. And again, it might not be... They've all got their own kind of affinities too. There are certain things they like to do or are good at. It's just like with humans, you know some people are good at blacksmithing, some people are good with computers okay e- each Each one of these fairies are- I'm go- not going to be the same. There's not going to be, oh well, mm-hmm. this group just does fireballs you know mm-hmm. they, They're all different in their own special little way you know they've all They're all little monsters
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: So it's gonna come down to etiquette and the power of wills. So everybody understands what
3: I do. I do like that though. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of going back to traditional like fighting or at least something like that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Because if they do anything else, they know it's not gonna be anything worth fighting over anyways. If everybody's yeah. dead, you know the kingdom's <laughs> gone. Well, what do we do now?
3: So they'll probably and they do have it. They do have the Fey and. Like their best interest at heart. Like, I mean, exactly,
0: like... exactly, and that and that'll come down to it too. Because what what Oberon does to Malachi and his people, mm-hmm. ripping their wings off, it's completely amoral to the fairies. I mean, that's something you just don't do to anybody, you know. Mm-hmm. But since he doesn't want those people trying to to uprise again, he doesn't really have a choice in that matter. He says, "Well, I got to get rid of you. I don't really want to kill you, so he <laughs> does something worse."
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 I don't have to look yeah. at it, so
2: it's not real, <laughs> you
3: know. Oh. So, so it's just kind of bringing up the the fingernail, the toenail trolls again. Um, you really like these trolls, yeah? <laughs> well, no, because I mean, I just think they're interesting. Yeah. So I mean, Tatiana would know about them after killing one that turns out to be her brother. So yes. would you not think that she would go and investigate? Oh yeah, she gets, where these people are. She on? gets
0: highly upset by this. This is going to be enraging to her.
2: Ha ha ha. Yeah. Do
3: these trolls not? They don't like Oberon as well, correct? Oh, no well,
2: no. I mean, no.
3: well, I mean they've been so twisted that I don't know if they kind of not forgot about it but are so set in their ways that they just kind of aren't really trying to get anything out of it. I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of them in that in that instance have kind of given up and are just living day to day, especially if you've had – they've had all their power ripped from them. I mean, right. so as far as they're concerned, I mean, the most they can do is is steal fingernails from little kids and hopefully turn into a small <laughs> mouse to get away from occasion. And they're not. Oh, I got
1: it. I got it. Okay, so uh, how many are there roughly? You know, fingernail trolls. Yeah.
0: I'm debating on whether or not I'm making them a, a static population, or whether they whether they've kind of evolved from that point and are um, breeding.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know why they'd want to, but yes. You know, <laughs>
1: Okay. Okay. I mean, are we talking about a few hundred, or there's a lot, right? There's the point. There's a population of them. Is that right?
0: Yeah, I think they're going to be spread out. Either that, or there's just going to be a central location of them, and there might be little, little ones. I, I really haven't gone into the fingernail troll creation so far. The idea started as my daughter would come in and say that her hair was messed up, or someone had scr- uh, scratched off all the nails on her polish, all the polish on her nails, and she was kind of upset <laughs> by it. So I told it was
1: the fingernail trolls, you know. Yeah, I, yeah it's, it's the same old story as old <laughs> as, all, as all this time. Okay. <laughs> But but so so they are still mad at Oberon, right? Uh,
0: yeah, they're probably furious, and they'd liked they'd like revenge at any way they can. But they probably understand that their ability to get that is very minimal.
1: Well, you got to think outside the box, man. Yeah. Here's the thing. So I got to coach joking, but is there are there conventional uh, weapons that hurt fairies?
0: Yes, in fact, we've been debating on uh, using one of the lore's uh, steel or mm. iron. No, it's iron. iron, right? Yeah. So
1: I. So what if? She convinces them they can get their revenge, and they, they already hate being trolled, right? They, 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 they're, no, they're not
0: happy this, with the situation. This, yeah.
1: Uh, and it's intractable, so this sounds like the making of a good suicide bomber to me. Oh, my God. Okay, now... <laughs> a faction uh, of suicide totally... fingernail trolls. Because... <gasps> Because iron iron is the weakness of the fairies, and they could make shrapnel bombs out of the trolls. And now, I know this is horrible, and you created this to entertain your daughter, but it was really... hard not to put that together. A... <laughs> oh
0: my God. Well, it works. Okay, so the reason, reasoning we came up with the whole iron thing is it kind of disrupts the uh, flow of information to the Great Mother, and it's, I don't know what it is yet, because there's a couple things that kind of contradict each other, like uh, every molecule of everything in the universe has been coded in this stuff, so why would it have ah. an issue? And it might just be very specific or or something to where it changes the frequency on this stuff and it makes it so they can't have magic, or it separate, separates their particulate matter so basically it kind of like when they come into contact with steel it kind of dissolves them or starts burning them basically and separating their their matter (laughs) (laughs) but there's there's a couple different ways to go with it nothing's really stapled down as of yet
1: but but to me it just seems like you have this population of people that oberon screwed over yeah uh they you know they want their revenge and then tatiana is got a you know uh, she's at this point like a gorilla insurgency oh yeah trying to get her kingdom back so i'm you know well, cause i'm saying because we can saying. go
0: through and have it so that that she sneaks into the kingdom and has like an underground resistance and do all that stuff and also since they've been cut off from the great mother maybe they're immune to to iron now so maybe they can carry that stuff, or maybe they can armor uh-huh. themselves and have weapons, and 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 maybe be a force into themselves because of
3: that. Yeah, because they're already cut off. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter to them. I mean. I think know, we can a have a whole bunch
0: of messed thing. up looking trolls and cool looking armor. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and and if they were gonna die anyway, maybe it's the idea that iron would slowly poison them, but they're not they're not too concerned because they're not gonna be around that long. Uh-oh.
2: This is so sad.
1: This is war, Kayla. <laughs>
0: You can't have the highs in life without the lows, and that's that's what. I, so if you got some really extremely low parts in life, you can have some really extremely good
2: highs then too.
1: That's true. Ask any chef; you can't make an omelet without killing a bunch of trolls.
2: No! <laughs> Everybody knows that. Yeah. I just love like, pic- like picturing this. It's gonna be like these really elegant fae on the side of Oberon, and then this hodgepodge of like people and trolls and some fae <laughs> great. on the side.
3: I like that. I think that's cool, because <laughs> <laughs> she she's the one that's been in that world for so long. Yeah. So it only makes sense that her army matches what she's been yeah. around. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, she's desperate. She's got to do whatever she's yeah. got to do. Yeah,
0: exactly. And that's and that's her whole viewpoint on this. I got to get back. I got to take back and and do what I got to do. And she, and again, she's seen the what she, what Oberon's done to the fingernail trolls. She's highly upset with that. She's upset with what he did to her brother because he wiped. Uh, his memory, and then basically made her kill him in order to get uncursed. I mean, there's a whole slew of things that have that have you know that are driving her and motivating her to get to that
1: point. Hmm. So Oberon's done all this just because he was basically scorned by Tatiana.
0: Well, yeah, he just wanted to bro out with Malachi, and they weren't <laughs> they weren't acquiescing. They were just sitting there. She you know she was running the kingdom and and having her pets, and he was off being a, a royal guard, you know, in training and he's like, "What the hell, man? I thought I was going to I become king, you know, I, <laughs> I get I... what
3: I want." <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if you if you guys want uh, the uh, <clears throat> the backstory on him is is he's there's a caste system like I told you, okay? The king, hmm. there's the royal caste and then the the merchant class caste, the the uh, the guardsmen caste that do like policing, royal guard whatever. Okay? There's several different castes. There's also the lost or the unknown cast, which is the assassins cast. So when you're a fairy, one you'll fit into one of these casts, and you'll be like, "Oh yeah, this is what I want to do," because your makeup will be mostly from that cast, and you'll be like, "Oh, this is what I like doing." Mm -hmm. The assassins cast—they don't have any markings. They don't have anything else. You're gonna when they come out as a person, they'll be like, "I don't like any of this stuff. It doesn't make any sense." And mm-hmm. basically, they'll be able to pick up. That'll be the that'll be the sign of their cast, the assassins cast. Well, they have some designs on where and what the fairies should do. The king of, the previous king and queen kind of figure out what's going on and wipe out the full cast, or at least as much as they think they wipe out. Oh. Oberon is actually one of the assassins cast. He was actually put in place to be a, a family friend, mm, but the <laughs> issue is, is they all get wiped out. So when he finally becomes king, he's like, okay, guys, I'm,
1: guys, G- guys,
0: <laughs> oh, shoot. So he has there no direction time now. Yeah, so at this point he's like, well, I'm just going to have fun. I'm going to do what I want yeah. then. And that's his, that's where he's coming from. So
1: he's lost his sort of like original purpose and he's just become this like id-like monster.
0: Exactly. Yes. And basically when Tatiana comes back, he's gonna find he's gonna have a focused direction again. Mm. He's gonna he's gonna reclaim that, oh, I need to do this for the fey people instead of sit here and be party and opulence, you know. Aww, that's you so give cute. my life
2: me Tatiana <laughs>
1: I don't wanna be a party frat boy anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry I killed your brother
0: and wiped out <laughs> the population. <laughs>
3: So, uh, nah, r- no, wings off of all those people, but yeah, we could be cool together. It's Forgive okay. Me. I mean, it's basically so like he you. went through
0: and blinded half the population. You know, like I don't want you guys having this power anymore because it's their sensory. It's an output. It's a it's a major mm-hmm. part of their life. And he just went through and said, <sighs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> "I guess one of the issues is she needs to because she doesn't know where." this portal or however to get back is correct
0: well she's been alive long enough she's crossed over several times and that's probably where she's crossed maybe she's aware or okay. she goes there as by herself and and figures out that there's an unknown group of people guarding the portal or yes. is is watching it so she decides to then travel the world collect unbound man that's a good idea because there's got to be a reason why she thinks or why she kind of triggers onto that and, and she's going to take it a, a step you know oh So after she kills Malachi, she heads straight there to try and get back and maybe get back with her fae people but realizes that there's a guard at the gate, and she needs to have some kind of force to
3: get through. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Kind of like a driving – Force to gain yes. a force.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, you got to build momentum. So and, – and she realizes that in order to, to take this next step and get to the Fey realms, I think she's going to be surprised by how – I think that's such an excellent idea to have an epic battle before an epic battle. <laughs> <laughs> and just wipe out all the people. I mean the a George R.R. R. Martin moment, yeah.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they're not fae, so I mean she –
0: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she doesn't
2: care. I mean, she does, but she doesn't, you
1: know. Yeah, because I would still get, if I had an army of dogs and they were all killed, I'd still be a little upset. Yeah, yeah. well, and, it's a bad day. I
2: mean, like, without yeah. bringing emotion into it, just the fact that she's losing a lot of numbers that were on her side mm-hmm. would be enough to oh, yeah. piss her Yeah, because yeah, maybe she's, she's like, you know, I, I'm going here,
0: I've got this huge army, I've got all these plans for this, and we're just going to wipe this little tiny... You know, force out before they have because she, maybe she's hoping that she, they don't um, report back. She can catch them unawares, mm-hmm. and uh, before they can report back and, and do whatever.
1: Like she's expecting a bo- like basically like routine centuries.
0: Yeah, it's been mm-hmm. three hundred and- years. They're not going to expect her to all of a sudden show up with an army.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it would be interesting if she started if she went where she you know knows to go back, and as she gets there, she starts noticing that there's sentries or people guarding it, but they don't necessarily notice her.
0: Also, we could have a full scene where she's, like, undercover, and just, she's taking her time.
3: Like, she gets kind of surprised that, like, oh, there's people here guarding this. Let me kind of scout it out and see how many there are. And then she's like, too many. Gonna come (laughs) back.
1: (laughs) Hang
0: on a second, guys. (laughs) Let me get my
2: guns. (laughs) (laughs) Going FK for a while. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, so they, they get ambushed, but they still win because, I guess, she's, uh, what do you call it, compiled a kind of unconventional force that the normal Fae aren't prepared to deal with. I think that's the principle, right?
0: Right. Or maybe she doesn't win. Maybe she and a select few of those unbound actually just get through the portal.
1: I like that
3: better. Yeah, she kind of send out all the pawns yeah. while her and her bishops and knights kind of...
1: But I I like it that they they did it in desperation because the idea is they thought they were going to go through this portal with a gigantic,
0: you know,
1: yeah. Middle earth style army or whatever. And then it's just the fellowship that makes it (laughs) through. You got your Frodo's and Sam's. (laughs) Yeah. Half of them are. Hey, there's
2: some Aragorn's in there too.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But there is one thing. So how would she convince these unbound to do this with her.
0: <laughs> That's a good point. And there's a good point to that. Oberon, nobody knows who or what Oberon is. They just believe her at that point. So at some point, she's going to have to either blow up the tale of how she got there or. Express that maybe when they get there, she will reward them in such a way so that they say, "Hey, come with me, and I'll give you your own plot of land. You'll be much stronger over in this world, or you won't be persecuted because of of how weird you look." You know,
3: yeah. She could she could find like the orphans. I was gonna say
2: she could tailor it to the the people that she's going specifically because Mm. I mean, oh, that's good.
3: Her pets that she
0: left behind, she goes and gathers them up because they've been exposed. She does
3: know where they are. That's
0: That's sick and also. (laughs) I love it. <laughs> Sorry I left you guys here but you guys don't remember so come
2: on. So um, I am Yank.
3: <laughs> so would she be is she able to restore some memory would she be able to do that
0: Yeah 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 most definitely she was able to take it away maybe not restore it maybe uh, cuz I'm thinking she like it and wiped it, it you know what I mean but yeah maybe she could go like look you guys are here and you don't remember this portion of your life right well that's because over on here yeah. You, or because you got, we, we did have you here and you got sent back because of whatever.
3: I'll show you where your real family is. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
0: This is why you have, you know, they're not going to understand that they're unbound. They're not going to know that they have abilities. But I think because they spent time in the Fae Realm, they're going to have a greater chance of popping this, you know. But you
2: like, could be like, you've noticed. Yeah, you have certain abilities. If you come with me, I can either like unlock them, or depending on the person, like I can bring you to a place where you feel like you belong. So she can again kind of tailor it to case by case, but no, that's or she true. triggers it. Yeah, exactly. She can go through and, and and definitely build a force like that.
1: And it also feels like they'd just be particular if they just got powers or were like slowly developed. or are like, oh, I'm some sort of supernatural being. They'd be pretty credulous to this like powerful Glinda the Good Witch character, and it was like this is why. You're in a fight for good versus evil. We got to go. There's a This portal. guy wiped your memory. Probably yeah. won't be an ambush. Don't worry about that. Samantha, you're good. You're fine. You're good. You're going to take points. Poor Samantha.
0: It's going to happen now. It has to. It's fate. No. <laughs> Samantha, the dream dagger. It's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Was, uh, uh, stamp it. She's a character, and she's going to be a... In fact, she's gonna be one of the first people, one of the first orphans. She's gonna be like, okay, I want to see if this even works. And she's, gonna, <laughs> she's gonna find the Samantha chick and just rile her up, and she's gonna be like, yes, yeah, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be something.
1: Yeah, talks oh, about man. her family and she's a pen pal and, and <laughs> Oh and man! That.
0: So on the battlefield, and she's like fighting for her life, and she looks over, and just as she's killed, she sees. Tatiana and a select
1: few go through the portal, going bye yes! Felicia, no! <laughs> like deuces, and then they, yeah. I actually uh, love and hate that. So I'm it would be, I, I'm just envisioning
3: that like in like a slow mo type thing, where she's getting stabbed or whatever. She's looking over, and Tatiana kind of just like side eyes her yeah. and then just walks through the portal. <laughs> that right there would be like, oh, I see why you recruited all of these people.
1: Oh, <laughs> know like, oh, kind of, that's actually pretty good. Like a kind of it's a reveal. Well, to then I, her yeah. and to
2: us at the same time. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, I, so the, is it, how many people are making it through the portal? What do we What do we think about that? Like, It'd it have
0: you? to be assault force size. I'd okay. say less, less than 20, but more than 5.
1: Well, maybe we could, like, sketch that's out so some of the characters that make it through, like, in terms of personalities and powers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, most definitely. You
2: have to have some, some Mary and Pips and also some Legolas <laughs> and kids, you know? They have to be a range of usefulness, yeah, that, I feel. That, that's like, very I true. Feel like maybe not always the strongest make it through. Like, sometimes people are lucky. It's just incidental, like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think it'd be oh, interesting to have they're... maybe a character that people underestimate even
1: within the unbound, They're, like the mousy. Yeah, of quiet. It, it would be so fun if, in the lead up to this, there's a few characters that just kind of suck. <laughs> that in the battle get kind of blown through the portal, <laughs> like oh, they, never they never should have. They <laughs> never should have made it, but I don't know. I'm I'm gonna say Darren. Now that's not the, but in the, I just <laughs> thought of a lame name, and uh, and yeah, that'd be good. Oh, oh, and it would also be cool. I'm serious. This is, if Darren had a power that we thought sucked, but later on being ends super, up being integral to, like, defeating fairies or something like that. <laughs> like, like that, <laughs> like this joke of a character, my stomach
0: glows green.
1: Yeah, Yeah, yeah and that somehow fairies lights are... them out of some sort of darkness <laughs> or something like that. We need good ones too, but it, I just yeah. yeah I think it would totally I could be turn cool. into
0: a hamster. <laughs> what?
2: It's not yeah. It's not bad. I hid in the folds of the cloak and. Fear fear. Or
1: or maybe it's I mean this is I, I, this is kind of silly, but like maybe he can only like move very small particles. Right, like little things, like, like very weak. Yeah, where we telekinesis <laughs> or something like that, something like that. But then he figures out he can do a bunch of them at once, <laughs> so he can make swarms of like glass and stuff bunny. like that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh,
0: when you get to the Fey realm, it's it's a different. I'd say because the two worlds are separated, it'd be a different uh, particle. Yeah. Well, just a different way of interacting, and maybe it, since it's being used more over there, it's it, it kind of not elevates, but. Uh, amplifies his natural ability. Yeah, or or it allows them to get better faster. You know what I mean? So, like, maybe while he's over here, he can move over. Like, I can move a dust mote in the air, (laughs) like, with my finger. (laughs) But once he gets over there, he can actually, like, get a cloud of dust motes and put it in someone's mouth and make him cough.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, that is interesting, though, to think like if there was a character that was just kind of, oh, well, I have to bring numbers in, so I'll get this guy that can do, you know, move he dust. Yeah. yeah. But then when he does get over there, his power is either amplified or it was supposed to be used in the Fae realm instead of, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I don't know.
1: Oh, oh, it would be great if they're going towards the portal, Darren and Samantha, right? <laughs> and you're like, Samantha's definitely gonna make it. She's. <laughs> This is what it's all coming to. She's going to, there's a spinoff, and then somebody attacks her. Her body explodes concussively, oh God, and it blows Darren through the portal. No. So not only does Samantha die, and Darren makes it, he's covered with a lot of Samantha when he gets oh on the other God. side. She made it through just not the way she wanted. And there was a prophecy beforehand that was like, oh. Samantha's going to make it through. Oh my God. But that turns out like she was just cut, like Darren was covered in Samantha.
2: It
0: causes it causes okay, Darren to be tra- tra- uh, traumatized and therefore to
1: increase his ability tenfold. Oh. oh my god, oh, he's going. the chosen one. No. I mean, in That's a sense, like really good. That's fantastic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> covered like he's got a piece of Samantha's ear just placed on his forehead.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Work it
1: now, I, also, I uh, think uh, just, just if we're going with an iron weakness, it would also be cool if there was a character that could like transmute things into iron, kind of like a reverse alchemist hmm. or something like that.
0: So Darren can control particulate matter, maybe, right? So when he gets over there, maybe he discovers he can turn dust particles that he can control into iron because they are typical.
3: He is the alchemist. And he realizes
0: <laughs> he can like put a whole bunch of uh, iron particles in there, like like a, like a, just a really crappy magneto,
1: you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> like maybe they would even have defenses against iron or something like that, but he can put that. He can make them breathe it in. Yeah. yeah. So, so they have like shields or arrows, but yeah. the
0: but the dust matter just comes in and like. Boop, <laughs>
1: He would be a good sneaky Aww, character for Darren. sure. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he saved so many people during later battles. People are constantly like, man, I'm so glad Samantha's dead. <laughs> no, uh, no! I'm, uh, no. I'm totally team spell. Darren. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: In fact, we can have a build-up to that. We can have like Darren just always getting picked on by Samantha or somebody else. Like, yeah. Darren,
1: why are you even here, man? What are you even well, doing that, here? It's like that saying, like, God doesn't uh close a Samantha without opening a Darren. <laughs> no. That's just – that's where that comes from. Oh, man. Oh. This, is, this is great. But. Oh, you're killing me. Oh, man. I oh, no. <laughs> Do we I have just, any – oh, just, go ahead. Sorry.
0: I just keep seeing Darren just covered in gore. I... Oh, yeah. You guys are... I can
1: Darren can Darren be kind of pudgy? He can be anything you want. You know, just like, <laughs> just like pear-shaped as a guy and – I didn't he's have a be- ill-fitting you know? shirt like he can never get the right
0: fitting shirt so he's just got the skin belt all the time
1: always bad luck yeah <laughs> I think it would bad be bad luck cool. Darren <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um so that's too super cool. Right, do we have any other ideas for other like cool characters that kind of make it through? Like in this assault force?
2: Well what, what type of powers would Tatiana find very useful in recruiting oh, I know cool. like I know there are some that um like like Darren that she's just like I need the meat suits to you know throw at people. Mm-hmm. Um but also yeah, exactly. But I mean, like we we did have the idea that some of the strongest characters, not all of them, would make it through. So what abilities? She would,
3: yeah, she would hold those closer to her. Like... Yeah.
2: So what abilities would we need to see in these characters after they go through? I like to think
0: of it in a uh, in a kind of gaming sense. At this point, you're gonna need your your tanks, your your damage dealers. You're gonna need support. People who have that a uh, healing ability or a cool. uh, or a distraction ability. You're illusionist. Maybe they can distract a huge portion of the army by them thinking, "Oh, there's a giant coming over here," and yeah. okay, but it's not really a giant. You know, uh, yeah. There's going to be a neat eclectic grouping of people that are just kind of outlandish. You know, the uh, the beeman.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's do our let's do our tank then. Okay. Just to get started, what uh, like what what's our tanks? What's the nature of his power going to be? Well, he would have to be, he could withstand stuff. I
2: was saying mean, he'd have to be resistant durable. to something. Or at least probably.
3: take a lot of damage or uh,
1: something. How about, I mean, this is an old trope, but what if he was the kind of character where he would sort of touch a material or make contact with it and then take on the properties like absorbing or, of that? that material. Yeah, something, something similar to that.
0: And that would be a, fairly, yeah, yeah. That'd be a fairly interesting, easy way to work out like a, uh, like as a teenager, you know, he came into contact with something and it—and it, he was in a car wreck. Okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, when, his, when his face met the steering wheel, he all, all of a sudden became steel
1: or or he or leather he's, he's
0: <laughs> i was pliable he's, enough to survive or he
1: was or he was brushing his teeth and came in contact with the water and then sort of turned to water and then went down the drain and oh, ended up in the sewer you know i'm just saying something traumatic or whatever.
3: <laughs> like, it would be hard for tatiana to find yeah,
1: yeah. him then well <laughs> not, that's just well, that happened, would be really. his
0: his origin story but later on he, he he's able to control it right, right? yeah 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 so he so an elemental an elemental control, but it's a it'd be a, contained within itself. He can make his own his own body change uh elemental density.
3: Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and he could only to make it kind of I guess fair, and not yeah. overpowered, he has to have that object.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, so okay, that plays along the line with the uh, how I how I told you she Addison ripped the paper. They all have to do some kind of not ritualistic, but what, Conduit.
1: what, if, what if not he, to use that name, what if he had like a bracelet with like different beads on it that had Different materials on Ooh. it, or something. Once like he that.
2: started controlling it, he would definitely probably want to gather materials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh. he would find it useful. That'd be like okay. you could have one
0: bead with like uh, water inside of it, and, he's, and he crushes it to, to, to like kind of like, get away. That's like a stake maneuver.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah, that also kind of up the stakes too, because if once it's gone, he has to either find it again or.
1: Oh, and uh, turns out physical uh, materials are easier to be. And that also keeps him in that motif of being a big strong guy, because mm, yeah. it's easier for him to do stuff like iron and granite and he stuff like, be like that. Poof, I'm yeah, he could do it, but it would like maybe be in danger of like uh, coming apart, Dispersing. being too rarefied yeah. or or something like that. I actually like this character now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: when he becomes water he can feel himself separating and it takes all his energy all his willpower to keep himself together as water he knows that if he turns into a gaseous form it's over
1: yeah, yeah. That oh means- that's really good yeah so he has to to be conscious if he's exposed to that to like to like not just focus on just focus on not becoming it mm-hmm. yes
0: yeah, because in a, in, a, in an escape sense, maybe he's not thinking about what he's grabbing and poof.
2: Uh... <laughs> but, it,
1: but it would be great if on the battlefield you just see this big, uh, like, stone golem, like, tossing, you know, people around and stuff like that. <laughs> it would be cool.
0: So as far as uh, becoming elemental, then, do you think maybe he can gather more to himself?
1: Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Maybe an, there's, like, a size change thing. It would also be kind of cool as a reveal. Yes. You know what I mean? So he even – maybe he doesn't know that. And, and then when it he gets, gets
0: to the – Yeah, because it elevates his ability. So maybe like when when he's in human form he, or when he when he turns into rock form, he can slowly gather it to him and increase his size. But when he goes back into human, it all just kind of sloughs away off of him. Yeah, that's,
1: uh, that's fantastic. So we could even have a, a scene maybe later on in a climactic way where somebody throws him into like a big, I don't know, uh, rubble quarry or something like that. And then he's like this gigantic, like two <laughs> hundred yeah. 200- beat kind he of could, thing if he gets thrown into the stilled
3: sea he could become <laughs> sapphire oh that would be so cool just
0: a, oh man because that that would be that's a that's a fairly dense that's what diamond right that's a
1: yeah. g- or yeah. similar to yeah yeah uh, yeah i i think also what's cool and principle about this as a strategy. Maybe it's the case that he didn't know that much about his powers. And that's why Tatiana feels like they have an advantage is that that even they don't know what they can do. Yes. Like She has a sense of their raw potential, but they can't create countermeasures like the bad guys in this case can't create countermeasures. If it's basically mysterious what their potential is.
0: Mm. It's thinking outside the box. It all goes back to that thing where the human can go above and beyond because he's not living in it constantly, he's not exposed to it constantly. He can do something. He's like, "Oh, I can do this with it."
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: like only only a human would have the insight to like think outside of the box to take a bunch of uh, I don't know, like toenail trolls and strap <laughs> them with explosives and <laughs> no. just have them. Stop I'm, with the
3: kamikaze okay. troll. Okay, fine, fine. Kamikaze trolls. It's gonna happen.
0: It has to I happen. No. In I fact, she's gonna hide him in her cloak and just kind of like let him go out. <laughs> go, my children. <laughs> you buying. Uh,
1: fly, my pretties. <laughs> fly everywhere in different directions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we got to be careful with that too, because in the end, she do, again, she doesn't she doesn't want to kill too many of her own people. She does want to appear as as the victor and a good person at the end, so they'll follow him. And that's kinda of why she ends up with Oberon in the end too, because if they're both king and queen, I mean I mean, what choice do you have? Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. it's like it's like that scene in the Patriot where I think Cornwallis is like, We have to we're gonna govern these people afterwards. We can't commit <laughs> mm-hmm. too many atrocities. Yeah. That wouldn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so that's cool. So what? Uh, what about another character? We we don't have anybody stealthy, and it makes sense, oh, like a rogue, that there would be a stealthy character if yeah, because we're doing like an, a it's like an underground assault. Now it was going to be a huge standing army. Now we're into guerrilla tactics.
0: It could still be both. There can still be a small oh sure, assault sure. force, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then a uh, yeah. kind of like a uh, distraction force type of deal. Yeah. But we can also do some lead up to that, to where there is a small recruitment of people inside, and a yeah. person that can turn invisible and can and can basically remove themselves from the magic, and so they can't be sensed or anything. They're just completely
2: absent from it, and can go they can in go
1: like off the grid, yeah, basically.
2: Yeah. So it's kind of like a glamour against the fay, as opposed mm. to like. That's interesting. interesting. Uh, and in the fish analogy, a uh, a bubble of air. Oh, um, very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can
0: literally step outside of the uh, of the magic. Mm-hmm. That'd be That's... that'd be pretty cool. But, but we'd have to have a reason for. I, I don't know if we have to do a recruitment. Maybe they can set up something underground, so they can have like an assault starting point inside the the fake kingdoms, where they're not expecting them to come out and erupt from. And this person is slowly taking one by one. You know over a series of weeks and months, you know, people that are prepared and putting them in, in position to come out during the assault.
1: Is there uh, this, this, if uh, with the analogy of this like invisibility bubble or something like that, is this the kind of thing that that character could maybe make large enough to like cover 25 people?
0: Well, that's why I was saying only one person at a time. I don't think they're going to have that mm. much control over it. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, but I think they're going to slowly taxi people in to a, to an assault point.
1: That and makes then, sense. Yeah. And then
0: maybe he can only do one person at a time because he's keeping that assault point undercover. You know what I mean? Like he's got a, gotcha. a camouflage. Like, oh, we have a sewer opening down here, and we know that we can fit this many people in here, and we're going to you know keep this space, this small space covered. And taxi like one or two people in at a time.
1: Okay, yeah, that's
3: pretty good. And, and that's it like adds well for, like, suspense and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, right. are they gonna make it? <laughs> yeah, draw
0: things out. You can increase storyline yeah. plot holes, and then maybe you can have a point where like he messes up somewhere, and, and he becomes visible, and and they have like a a small storyline where they're trying to escape the city, and he dies in that point. And now that 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 assault force is cut off from the main from the main force and they've got to try and figure out another way to connect. You know, there's oh, there's some real neat stories. <laughs> yeah, don't get
3: attached. don't get
0: attached to anybody. I'm going to kill them
3: all. And I'm going to let the bad guys win. I like it. <laughs> Poor air bubble
1: guy.
2: (laughs) I know. He doesn't even have a name and I'm mourning.
1: (laughs) What's the flora fauna situation in in the fairy kingdom?
0: That's something I'm actually working out with my illustrator. I have no idea. It's a different planet. And she and I are going to be doing uh, another podcast, a developmental podcast for each uh, character that we come into contact with so she's in in our patreon we're gonna have uh, developmental folders for each character because they might mm-hmm. have their own their own series their own storylines and their own origin stories um but they'll have all the artist renderings and all that stuff and one of those is going to be a world development for the fey world very Laura cool fauna and 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 then we'll have a, a developmental podcast that'll go in there too so you can okay. go in and click and go oh this is how they came up with that idea so i as but at, at this particular time um, I do know it is alien in nature. Some of it can be kind of similar. You know, there might be oak trees or oak-esque trees. But again, there's a whole sea of, of crushed uh, sapphire, so...
3: <laughs> I think that's a... I mean, that's a cool idea to have things that resemble yeah what something is on Earth, but it's made out of a different thing.
1: Mm. What if we had, like, a druidic-like character, right? Well, there, there could be a whole faction
0: of druids in the fae in the things. Or are you talking about for Unbound?
1: For Unbound. Like, oh. so... And I just – because I, I really like the idea that when they go to the land of the Fae, they end up having more m- – like they're either more powerful or powerful in a different way or something like that. Yeah. Because I think it would be cool if there was like a druidic sort of character that had like an um, ability to command or commune with animals or something like that. Yeah. And that his oh. his or her capacity in, on Earth that they've explored has been relatively weak or just like – can see through the eyes of birds, or so, you know, something like that. And then it turns out uh, when they cross over into the Fey, way more powerful.
0: Well, he can actually talk and communicate with said animals.
1: Yeah, maybe more, and maybe it just so happens that they're way more dangerous, mythic kinds of uh, animals in in the Yeah, area. yeah like griffin and like sphinxes and or whatever just that kind of like so where in our world there's like deer i talk to birds yeah, yeah exactly like, i
2: talk to dragons. yeah because in,
1: in his life or her life maybe the idea is like uh he's only been surrounded by an army of squirrels or something like <laughs> yeah. that but then you go to this world where homeless there's a man in new york that has oh, an army of rats perfect. Oh my god, that would be awesome! So he's got it's like a pigeon dude or a bird guy, and and he's also completely unnoticed because they're like, oh, it's just vermin around vermin. But then he when he gets Birds to when he gets to the land of the Fey, there's just this repository of disgust or what you call like absolutely gigantic uh, charismatic megafauna, as they say. Yeah. Uh, you know, that then he can so he becomes like the griffin rider or whatever it is. He yeah, you know becomes what I'm a like major
0: so... character. He's no longer yeah. the bum in the street that collects scraps from his from his rats and pigeons. Oh, that's, that's fantastic! Sick. <laughs> that's sick. On top of that, there's also a multitude of insects, poisonous creatures, anything, uh, and that would also be for spying. Uh, maybe there's. Have you ever guys ever oh, yeah. seen
1: Dune? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah maybe
0: yeah. there's maybe there's giant sandworms that live in this. Uh, still sees.
1: Um, and I, I also think from a character standpoint, this is particularly interesting, because let's say, you know, he get we get into the realm of the Fae, and this character is particularly powerful, but he's still a homeless guy, so he's not, he's maybe a bit crazy, not particularly communicative. If you wanted to go the other direction, he could be, a, like, a really stoic kind of character that they have a hard time communicating with, and he kind of only talks to, like, his little gerbil friend that he keeps in his pocket, or something like that. Oh, you know?
0: yeah! That'd be kind of cool. Or, I mean, we could do a mixture of both, where he's a giant, stinky dude that talks to a gerbil you know, yeah. but but he that, that's that's an excellent character i mean these people are all flawed in that direction and having mm-hmm. a character flaw like that i mean he maybe he doesn't understand the purpose of baths because he's been living with animals for so long i don't
3: smell that's anything. true yeah yeah That's yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. true and he's only been talking to animals for so many years maybe he's kind of forgotten some of the language so he knows like hand gestures yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> But either way, he can be a very sort you got you got a you got a name for uh for a squirrel man.
3: Oh,
1: that's really difficult. I like Vernon because <laughs> it sounds like vermin. Yeah. That,
0: oh, that's good. I like that too. <laughs> That'll be an interesting meetup too when Tatiana comes to recruit this guy. Like, how would you how would you talk this guy into going? Like, hey, you wanna you wanna come over here and leave all your uh, animal friends and uh, come assault this place with me? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean,
2: well, they're supposed to... to be from all over the world, right? So like, Vernon can be from New York, but like the Stone Man, his name could be Rio, and he's from somewhere in South America. Yeah, so, you know, like that's he, oh, He's gonna travel.
3: Yeah, he might he might like maybe there's somebody on the team or like somebody that's with Tatiana when she kind of discovers Vernon or whatever his name is. And he likes somebody that's on the team or he's kind of like infatuated by her he, or just kind of follow.
1: Like if, OK, I'll well, that go. would be a good motivation for uh, really any of the characters, I think. Yeah, like we could, But because then they'd be connected in some way. Mm-hmm. But because this one's homeless, maybe she could just offer him like Food? A, a, a bottle. Well, no, I was thinking a bottle of malt vinegar and a sock full of nickels. <laughs> 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 so
0: I'm, like, I'm
1: just saying it wouldn't <laughs> just have to be.
0: But but a <laughs> kindness, a kindness from her. Maybe that's what wins him over yeah Yeah, because because, everybody's
3: overlooked him
1: yeah yeah. as no one's no human being or a human being like thing has talked to this guy Mm -hmm. ever and this beautiful radiant sort of character has like taken a shine to him or something like that it would
3: be cool too if she's in new york to try to find somebody else and she stumbles upon this person like she sees him kind of communicating with the animal that's good and she kind of like passes by him like Everybody else does, but then she's like, hey, back. Know, "Wait a he's That's
0: really a... communicating
3: with these animals."
0: Yeah, she she can see him sending like a, a one of his one of his friends on some kind of errand, and you know, and then share something. But see, in in her mind, and that kind of calculating, tactical mentality, she understands what's over on the other side of that gate. And maybe she goes, mm-hmm. "Well, you know what? You know this this could be really helpful."
1: Mm-hmm. It it would also make sense why in New York he wouldn't be particularly effective because it's just a bunch of small vermin or whatever. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you like, see him everywhere. Were. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: And yeah. he's not trying to get them killed. He, you know, so he wouldn't gather a whole <laughs> bunch of rats and squirrels and pigeons in one place. He, he'd keep them dispersed. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of potentiality. Not only that, for but for an, for Vernon, there, there could be some really.
1: <laughs> it works. It, it's it's uh, it's. <laughs> oh man. So what what are we missing in our team? <laughs> so it far is.
0: we have Vernon the vermin. We've got. <laughs> I don't I don't think we've even named Elemental Man, but he's got some. I I think some really neat potential to be a tank, and...
3: Hugo sounds like a good name. Hugo sounds like it, Rio a, better. Or Rio. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, if he's gonna be Brazilian, we can come up with a cool, you know... Rico- yeah, yeah. Let's That's true. Do
1: more research. It's Rico Spade. Uh, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> if he's Brazilian, just give. It's a name with an R that you pronounce like an H. So, like, Hoyler or Hoyce or... Mm-hmm. Any of those names work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean that'd be, I mean, because that might be where she finds him. Is is that a Brazilian jiu jitsu? That's, I mean, that's pretty big down there too, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah,
1: it's basically, It's like the national sport. Yeah. Outside of soccer. Yeah. Outside of soccer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> outside of soccer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so we've got we've got uh, what would you say, uh, Haves? I don't know.
1: Uh, like how Ho- Ho- about com- That's a common Brazilian name. Yeah.
0: Shortened oh. yeah. to Hala. Or him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. It'd be great if one of the other characters it was more of like a crass American. Uh, Intentionally mistook his name or something like that.
2: Hey, holla! What's up? Yeah,
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: No, that's and Hoiler sounds. It's it's pretty interesting, and especially if you're doing a uh, different culturistic, you know, Mm -hmm. sounds different, looks different. I think that's perfect. Well you got a tank. Got Vernon, who's kind of a specialist in that sense that he can do several different things that are, you know, maybe because some of the other drawbacks to him is he doesn't want to hurt the animals, so maybe he doesn't particularly Mm -hmm. want you know. So so he doesn't like to go into battle in that sense, but he he'll transport, he'll spy, he'll do that stuff. And then we have poor Darren. (laughs)
1: Yeah. the of lucky darren <laughs> <laughs> lucky darren that's, that's true pear-shaped lucky darren <laughs> <laughs> and then
2: the poor invisible bubble oh yeah he, 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 bubble boy
0: i forgot about, <laughs> about bubble boy <laughs> yeah. well See? he didn't live very long so. well not yet he, i mean he makes it to the <laughs> Realm. I mean, he that's
1: right. pretty good yeah
2: you made it through the portal it's more than most can say <laughs> can we what did
1: uh can what did samantha what could she do <laughs> Before, like before. Nightmare draggers. Draggers. Oh, what was it? What is dream dream Nightmare daggers? Oh, oh, I, I said that accidentally, but that's <laughs> or, uh, yeah. Dream no, that's great. Psychic. Yeah, I mean, great. we
0: could set it up as a, as a kind of a psych dagger. So she, yeah. she can okay, give can people intense yeah. migraines.
1: Yeah. No, but that's just so cool that she was gonna be their, their hero yeah. champion. Yeah. The, uh, the well, Achilles. I guess we'll have
0: to make her ability pretty pretty intense then, huh? Maybe like, oh, what's that? Psylocke? Is that her name? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Just a
2: very intense version of that. Yeah. I always picture this Xehanort-esque thing at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2 with all those laser beams going <laughs> down. Like, <laughs> what she could do wasn't that awesome
1: she's dead now I, th- I think visually what we're uh missing maybe is uh something of a, like a more direct uh maybe like long distance sort of character like a longbow or a yeah i mean i, I... bell trucker yeah something like a, like a in, in, in comic book parlance like a blaster like yeah. it does we can come up with a creative kind of form of it or, or something that could be
3: samantha well she's dead, she's
1: dead though no, oh yeah, we, about I'm saying once members. we once we get on the other side, so, you know. Some, I'm, I'm keep, yeah. I,
3: it's hard to keep track of the body count. At this yeah, point. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's gonna be a lot more. Um,
2: yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs>
0: I think as 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 far as I like to keep it kind of unexpected and and whimsical in that sense. As sure. far as a character creation and as far as a, uh, a a person that can do something attacked. I mean, a laser beam or something. I mean, Waukul. Cool, uh, I I think somewhere maybe turning a cloud into concrete and having it smash entire areas. Oh. That's
1: pretty cool. Yeah, like they, I, can, make, they can make hard water. Like, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's not bad. I like oh. the aesthetic too.
0: Like a freeze, like a like a uh, water manipulation. Mm-hmm. So maybe he can make, maybe he can manipulate the density of water at range. And while usually it doesn't really do anything, like oh yay, I can make water hard. Like that's yeah. it. It's not like something I can like shoot stuff. But at a long range, if I turn, because did you know a cloud weighs like somewhere in the realm of eleven tons? It weighs as much as <gasps> like. 20 elephants. Oh my but gosh. But it's just,
1: its ra- the particles I guess are like rarefied, right? So, right. Yeah, yeah. So, so you can bring those particles together.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And, and yeah. yeah.
0: And make them
2: a large block.
1: Ooh. That that is interesting cause that thank guys... you cloud smasher it's kind
2: of like a, a mini version of meteor storm attacks you know yeah, yeah, like yeah. raining clouds oh cause maybe he can do maybe he, his,
0: maybe he doesn't want to smash a whole city so he can do maybe like just over a point he can make a, cause I mean even if you just had a softball size piece of cloud I mean that, that hitting somebody would, would incapacitate that would hurt
1: mm-hmm. and know? if you want to get really vicious with it he could probably coagulate your blood
2: Ugh! that Jeez.
1: kind of thing we're
2: going into blood bending now <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or just make your eyes super... <laughs> Ew! <laughs> yeah.
0: Or gasses. I mean, yeah. that would suck, too. Just have them explode in their socket. <laughs> yeah, like... No night, more powers power for Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, we could have them, like, torture somebody and, like, slowly pop an eye and then slowly <laughs> pop you. Yeah.
1: And then go after the eardrums. Pop, pop. <laughs> oh, oh, it would be so cool if they were like, uh, whatever this guy's name is. What's his name? Ah... Uh, uh, Let's make it a girl. Second Darren. Okay. No, 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 no. No, no. Uh, no, no. So, yeah,
2: a girl, that that, that works. Uh,
1: I can't th- – I'm not a good namer of things, I think. You uh, have to
2: choose where she was from if it's going to be Oh, that's a good world. point.
1: So where where is she from?
2: She's a Brewista from Italy. Oh, okay. nice.
1: I like this. Okay. So Cecile. Cecile? No, no is, is that a girl? That, uh, is that Italian? I don't know. <laughs> uh, God, there's got to be – how do I not know a single Italian woman's name? <laughs> uh, how about Maria, for God's sake? Oh that God, actually no.
0: works. Maria, not, for forget, now. We for can now.
1: punch it up later. But I think it would be great if, you know, she's got this power and they're like, Maria, get that guy. And then she makes his eyes explode or whatever we're talking about. And they're like, Jesus, not like that. Why did you? No. That's way too much. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. But
3: Tatiana's just like, I'm glad I got this Yeah, one. yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: There's
1: that's like freaking awful. Elena
2: Viola. <laughs> viola's
1: nice. Viola's nice. mm-hmm. Viola an instrument. <laughs> oh, which is cool cuz she's an instrument for Tatiana. It's kinda cool. <laughs> that works. <Jeez. laughs>
2: shes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my.
3: Yeah, but I think I think that's that is an interesting power kind of changing the density of water or something like that.
2: Yeah. yeah. They would
3: have to she would just have to hope it's not a clear day. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I mean, I uh, keeping in mind with that, maybe she can she can localize it too. That's what I'm saying. Like maybe she can pull just like a certain amount of a cloud into into that form and have it fall on a certain area. She doesn't have to do the whole cloud at once because that
1: would be like, smashing a city.
3: Yeah, she could actually develop a good relationship with the absorbing man because she might be able to amplify his power. You can't call so.
1: him absorbing. He's copyrighted. I know it's <laughs> copyrighted, but we don't have a name for <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. No, his name's Hoyler. Oh Hoyler. Hoyler, okay. yeah, Hoyler. Yeah, yeah,
3: because I mean she would be able to amplify his powers, right?
1: Yeah, density. She could yeah. Change
3: the density of water. He could turn it into water. I don't know.
0: Or maybe there's an aspect. There's a scene where she saves his life because he goes gasses on accident. Oh yeah!
1: And oh she perfect.
3: Puts she it, it back
1: together.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh how cute. <laughs> you <laughs> so they no fall way. in love. <laughs> Viola and Hoiler. <laughs>
2: Viola
3: and Hoiler. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we are the Phantom Zone. We're a comic book podcast. Um, I'm Noah. Kayla. Jared. (laughs) There's three fans. You know, we have one podcast. And And
2: a sea of comics.
3: Yes. (laughs) That is our opening usually. And we we discuss everything comic books, uh, movies, TV shows. Anything we talk about the fans we don't like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you listen to our podcast, you will get superpowers. That will happen to you. Can
2: we say
1: that? I don't know. Uh, It's a secret.
2: That's for our Patreons only. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: uh, Donate donut. Send us donuts. Be a part of our Patreon. It's great.
3: (laughs) Yeah, so we're the Phantom Zone comic book podcast, but we like to have everything for every level of fan casual diehard fan so yeah check us out
0: definitely check out the phantom zone i truly enjoy their podcasts they're amazing and what they're talking about is not only entertaining but informative and even me as a comic casual have found everything that they do just completely enthralling so check out their stuff it's amazing you have been listening to story arc i'm trevor sutton if you like the show subscribe and check us out on facebook at fey realms and our twitter at stoic tales one please leave comments and be a part of the show thank you